1: All right, let's go. Hour number two on a Tuesday spring is here that was official yesterday a lot of basketball a lot of football a lot of stuff going on today coming up in about an hour we'll talk about this latest Mel Kuyper NFL mock draft Houston Texans fans pick number two pick number 12 who does he have the Cowboys taking at 26 and where does he have Bijan Robinson going we'll get into all of that coming up in your flex segment at 1 30 Wednesday night flex returns tomorrow with a nice list of guests we'll tell you about that Plus, a big visit from last weekend we want to let you know about. Uh, Also, we've hit some interesting football stories today. Cam Newton says he's throwing at Auburn's Pro Day today. Um, So we'll see how he looks at almost 34 years old. Um, That was one big football story we hit earlier. Also, Deion Sanders saying you got to earn that number, got to earn the numbers at Colorado. Kind of a strange uh, strange way to go about it, but eh, if it works for him, we'll see. Going to be interesting in Colorado for the first time in a while, thanks to Dion. And we have talked about grudges today because Tom Herman and Drew Locke, for some reason, today's the day they decided to just put the grudge down. They decided to bury the hatchet. I can't believe either one of them was still thinking about that stuff, but... Apparently they were. So they took a picture that had a backpack in it. They both made the backpack reference going all the way back to that Texas bowl uh, years ago. And now they have put it behind them. So we're asking you, what feuds, what grudges do you want to see end? We've already had Republicans and Democrats. Somebody wants the Pink Floyd guys to start getting along. I have a lot of those in music, by the way. A lot of those in music. Like, can we just get the full group of Journey together together? and go out on tour with Steve Perry, is that, is that impossible to do? We can take the new lead singer if you really need to and do a little Hagar, David Lee Roth action, but what do we really need to keep fighting on this thing? That's just one of them for me. Styx is another one. Styx and Dennis DeYoung. Anybody got the number? Can we call? Come on, Tommy. Tommy, Dennis, just talk, please. Zay, we've talked about a couple in basketball that I think are critical for our lifetime. Before we die, can we get Michael and Isaiah to figure it out? And can we get Michael and Scotty to figure it out? Those two are big to me.
0: Yeah. The Michael and Isaiah, I'm good without that. I think the bad boy Pistons, Bulls era – some of the best basketball in the history of the game. And I like them hating each other because it makes those nostalgic moments even more memorable. For Scotty and Jordan, it's just petty and sad. You know, with the ex-wife and the son, like there's that. And then plus how Michael made Scotty look well to Scotty in The Last Dance, which it was about Michael Jordan, but Scotty was way too good to be presented the way he was. Like, Scottie Pippen, it should have been kind of like Raekwon and Ghostface Killer on Only Built for Cuban Links. It's Raekwon's album. It's Michael Jordan featuring mm-hmm. Scottie Pippen. <laughs> right. You know what I'm talking featuring about? Featuring number 33. Yeah, featuring number 33. That's how it was. Yeah. And Mike didn't make it look like that at all. Mike was basically putting him in the same—I think Steve Kerr got more airtime than Scottie Pippen during that last yeah. dance special. Yeah, it's
1: rough because you need to have you need to have both sides understanding what's going on. And in that case, you need to have Scotty to realize that Michael Jordan's always going to be Michael Jordan, but you also have to have Michael Jordan knowing the power, influence, and talent he has, but not always lean in with it. And that's hard to do because when you're that good and you own that particular sword, it's hard not to take it out and swing it around a lot. Yeah. And Michael swings it a lot and that's a that's a big problem. He needs to tell anybody who will listen to him, I would have zero titles without Scotty. He needs to say it over and over again. He needs to say it all the time. He needs to say Scotty he he needs to say Scotty was may may have been the best player in the league certain years. Yeah. Some would say maybe he's the second whatever. I always going to say I'm bet whatever. But g- say those things over and over cuz they are true. We all know what he did, what was going on before Scotty showed up. He, ne- he absolutely needed somebody else, and he got a somebody else, an all-timer, a Hall of Fame-level somebody else, and I do wish those two could sort of figure that out. Might be a top-five defender of all time.
0: Yes. Was a point forward before that word was even created. Like, brought the ball up the court, great passer, his link, his athleticism would dunk on you. Like, yeah. okay, you're preparing for Michael, but Scotty could get you 25, 10, and 8 assists. Any given night. Yeah. So I, I'm with you there. You see on the other side, of like LeBron James and Dwayne Wade, and how close they are. Right. And, yeah. you know, even with them losing to the Mavericks and to the Spurs, they still remain close. And that weird little stint that D Wade had in Cleveland, they're still cool. They ain't got no problems. Now, it should be different because. Scotty and Mike won six together, and they were there the whole time in Chicago where LeBron had to come to Miami. We know the decision happened. Mm -hmm. But still, like you see their relationship, best of friends.
1: Yep. Can't uh, can't we get along in this world? Tom Herman and Drew Locke have decided to get along, so let us know the grudges that you want to see ended. Here's another good one in music. Sebastian Bach and Skid Row. Yep, please get them back together, please, please. Uh, before we're all done, somebody said, you know, Van Halen and David Lee Roth. That one happened at some point. I don't know where that one is today. There's a lot. There's a lot of weird water under that bridge. There. Somebody texted Kevin Dunn and Chad Hastings. <laughs> Kevin Dunn and I get along. There's nothing that needs to be reconciled. There's no grudge. There's no grudge. Um, this says, <laughs> says Marcus thinks Scotty is a great passer. All right, that's oh,
0: come on. That's well. That's well Come on! That,
1: I'm not even explaining that one because it would just lose its flair. Um, let's see. So since
0: coaches stand in the sub, let's get to this another conversation that I heard floating around social media. Yes, Mario Chambers, former teammate of LeBron James with the Miami Heat during those runs where they were winning championships against the Spurs and the Thunder, mm. he went out and said in some podcasts, nobody fears LeBron. I would always hear, back in Jordan's era, everybody feared Jordan. And when the game started, playing with LeBron, I could see guys fearing him then. But going into the game, nobody feared LeBron James. Hmm. Nobody fears LeBron James. What do you think about so he's that? What saying now? And just in general, throughout LeBron's career, as being LeBron's teammate and being LeBron's opponent? Well, I think, I don't know, maybe it goes back
1: to what we talked about, just the basic difference between LeBron and Michael, the human beings. Mm. Because Michael, it was cutthroat, bloodthirsty. It meant everything. And he would take everything you had, and he didn't mind doing it. And LeBron just goes about it in a little bit of a different way. So while I bet there's still a ton of respect throughout all those guys, maybe I can understand how it would be a different feeling a different vibe that comes out of LeBron. And again, you're talking about he came into it at a younger time. There wasn't that college development and college time that we saw with Michael. There wasn't the same kind of chip on the shoulder that Michael had that was that had been built up. LeBron, and then LeBron got in, went to the finals, and got smashed. Yeah. Nobody ever saw Michael Jordan do that. So that's the fear. The fear was, well, when we face Michael, what's going to happen? I don't know. Have you looked at the numbers? He didn't lose. If, yeah. he, if he gets there, he never loses. So with LeBron, there's just a lot of lots and lots and lots of trips to the finals. But he's had a lot of different things that Michael didn't. So I think that's probably chipping away at that at you know that fear stuff.
0: And when Jordan did lose, it was probably against the scariest team in NBA history, the Bad Boy Pistons. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and that was as it was exce- as it was rising it, yeah. up. And then yeah. he
0: beat them. Which struck fear into everybody. Like, y'all see, they just swept the Pistons in the 91 Finals. Mm-hmm. The bad boy Pistons that have their own Jordan rules, they made them look like chumps and swept them in four games. And I I agree with what Mario Chalmers is saying, and I agree with what you're saying. It's just how LeBron goes about it the right way. What Jordan fans hate about LeBron that I've always heard is LeBron Mike hates to lose. LeBron doesn't hate to lose. Like he just but he can he'll get, handle it. He can better. handle it. Right. You'll see him. He'll lose in the finals, and then he'll go out and do movies, mm-hmm. and he'll go out and have the shop, and be this entrepreneur, and do all these things. While Jordan was doing that, but it was just with the shoes. You know what I'm saying? And right. the shoes were so cool that you look past that. You look past the, you know, the fearfulness as a fan and you think about what the players and what they saw in Mike. And like you said, just not losing games while LeBron's out here losing and stuff. But Mike also manipulated these guys like playing golf with Charles Barkley during the 93 finals, 36 holes. That's nuts. Charles Barkley. Love you. Yeah, you great crazy. on Turner. That's crazy. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard yeah, in I, my life. I wouldn't have taken his phone call yeah. for a month. And Patrick Ewing, he realized it before it was too late. Like all those guys that went to Barcelona and played with Jordan in the Olympics, Coach Daily coaching, Dream Team, all those guys, they got to see a different Jordan. And they were like, okay, he's a teammate. He's a great guy. They're playing golf with him. Mm -hmm. They're playing cards with him till 6 in the morning, et cetera. Yep, smoking cigars. Smoking cigars. They're like, he's a good guy. So Jordan's getting them there. Jordan's like, I really don't like these guys. I could care less if we're friends or not. I'm going to represent my country. I'm cool with Magic, but I know Magic's about to be out the league, and I just beat him anyway. So Mm -hmm. Bird's about to be out the league, too. Those were the guys that I feared. Both of them out the league, now it's mine, so I'm going to treat y'all however I want. Yeah, I'm going to be cool in y'all's face, but off the court, behind the scenes, I'm going to be that dog stone co killer And that's how he used those guys. Patrick Ewing, Charles Barkley, Clyde Drexler, etc. So when they played from 93 season to 96 to 98, it was always that, man, we've seen Michael's good side, but then on the court... He's that same old dude that's averaging thirty five a game in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, no, it's a it's a it's a fascinating comparison and contrast between those two. Um, but I would love to, and then while well, LeBron's not even known as a scorer, Chad, he's known as a pass first guy. Right? Yeah, no, because there's that. Well, and that's a great question. Since we're talking about Michael, we we brought up two grudges that we wish would be gone with Michael. Is there one with LeBron? Is there some LeBron and blank that I'm not thinking of?
0: Gosh, Skip Bayless. That's the only one. know, yeah, but he don't care about him. He don't even talk about him. I've never heard LeBron mention Skip's name ever. Nobody's losing sleep over that one. right? No. Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah. I, that, I can't. I just can't that's think the, of another. That's the closest thing I could think. Yeah, of. Can't think of another guy. Uh, that's a that's a weird one. I mean, it, it's it's that's weird. Oh, here's a great one. Buddy Ryan and Kevin Gilbright. <laughs> 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 oh my God, that is funny. That is great. That's fantastic. Um, All right. So, um, somebody texting. A text that starts with it's a little much to say Jordan would have zero championships without Scotty." It's not like the Bulls just lose that roster spot. I don't know who the Bulls would replace him with, but the money in roster. Yeah, it's fair. No, that's fair. That's fair. I'm saying to give Scotty his full respect, that's the kind of thing Jordan should say. Just occasionally. Just occasionally. Hey, you know, you got a drink in you. You're in a Chicago bar or whatever. It's like, hey, you know what? I might not have a ring without Scotty. I might have no, I might have a bunch of points and no rings because it all came together when Scotty showed up. And then, you know, give him his love. Give him his love. Don't make it feel like Batman and Robin. Make it feel like Superman and Batman. Just give him his love. Yeah. What's the problem? That's all I'm asking for today on a day when Tom Herman went golfing with Drew Locke. Weird story. It's weird. So weird. Tom Herman is now the coach at FAU? FAU. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. 316 16 right
0: now, FAU. And Drew Locke is... Still in Seattle? He just signed. Is that right? He just signed another contract to be the backup. A little resign. hey He looked but- really happy, too. He was with his, I don't know, girlfriend or wife in the picture with Pete Carroll. Can Drew- I've never seen a backup look that happy.
1: Can Drew Locke be a one of 64 for good 10 years and then get out, you think? Can he st- yeah. stick where he is right now? I think so. That arm talent is there. Oh, yeah. You can see that. that. Now, he had one throw in that Texas Bowl I will never forget. Never. The touchdown, that lo- the one that created the backpack thing, actually, right. that throw was awesome. That was a laser beam. It may have been the only good throw he had all night because Texas defense got after him, and Michael Dixon pinned him deep all night long. He made Drew Lott go 90-something yards all night, and they just couldn't do it. But that throw showed you what he could do. So I'm glad for him that he's figured out now this is his second contract, right? In yeah. the NFL, yeah. Uh, so he's sticking around. Hey, Speaking of contracts, Zay, did you see who's taking Rick Patino's gig at Iona? Oh boy, from FDU. I just saw this. Yeah, yeah. fast talker, fast talking Tobin Anderson. <laughs> One fast talker replaced with another. Fairly Dickinson, now former Fairly Dickinson coach Tobin Anderson is uh, has a five year deal. Good for him to become the next coach at. Iona, the deal has been finalized. Rick Patino goes to St. John's, and uh, Cooley ends up at Georgetown. What's Cooley's first name? Brad Cooley? Ed. Ed, I'm sorry. Ed Cooley goes from Providence to Georgetown, so now Providence needs a coach if we're keeping up with all those dominoes.
0: Yo, man, right when my man Aunt Toby Anderson touched down at FDU, he went right to his office and started packing this stuff. Dang right then he said hey guys see y'all a great season went right to his office got his boxes from home depot and started packing up i am gone people
1: outside are chanting
0: (laughs) fdu
1: fdu hey can you guys uh keep it down i'm on the phone huh no 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 no, nobody no nope no one yeah yeah no i'm here so what kind of houses are you talking about (laughs) what kind of neighborhood you guys got (laughs) Congrats to Tobin Anderson. By the way, I saw a great headline today and all, people are talking about it. It's such an easy thing to discuss, but I didn't realize, I guess, the full story. We don't cover St. John's basketball obviously on a regular basis, but apparently St. John's just fired their coach not just because of like bad basketball. They fired him for cause. Something uh. happened. So the articles are writing themselves. You fired your head coach for cause and hired Rick Pitino to replace him. Let me just make sure I'm clear on this. So it's now article after article and podcast after podcast in the Northeast of that hypocrisy going on. But I do think from an entertainment standpoint, we all have to admit Rick Pitino at St. John's is going to give us some entertainment. Yeah. That is good. Him at Iona wasn't quite enough for me. I need I didn't need him at a mid major. I need him at one of those programs.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and if he could recruit in that area, there's so much talent in the New York area, up there in New England. If he could recruit Philly, which he can, yes. then he could turn that program around. I mean, we saw him win championships at Kentucky. We saw him win championships at Louisville. He was really good during his Providence days. The guy could coach.
1: Yeah, The 2013 team that they all want us to forget about, that was a good basketball they team. They were really good. That was a really good team. Yeah, he can coach his butt off. He's one of those guys you wish you could just— Get a like some kind of oxygen chamber that he would be locked in all night long. You just bring him out for practice and games. But you know, his human side gets into some weird stuff. And even now, I would love to know what Rick Patino is doing, not doing in terms of NIL transfer portal, all this stuff. Yeah, he's slimy. Like, exactly. Yeah, what is the definition of his slime today? I don't know, but St. John's is about to get uh, get a big uh, big helping of that. And, again, the fairly Dickinson coach looks like they're uh, is he's going to end up at Iona to replace Rick Pitino. All right, we were unable to catch up with Scott Spinelli today. Maybe we'll do that later in the week. The former B.C. interim coach. Look at that. A&M gets uh, knocked out of the tournament, and then, uh, then you don't want to take your phone call? Mm, yeah, ain't that something. What's up with that? Come on, coach. Is that what is what is going on? I mean, yeah. hey, I wanted Texas to play Texas A and M too. I did it. I liked exactly how I went. This is exactly how I wanted oh, it to go. Bet you did. Yeah, you you didn't. <laughs> you did enjoy that, and you and you beat a better basketball
0: team in the process. Yeah, I love Buzz Williams. Just knowing Buzz Williams has to take one of those sweaty ass suits to the dry cleaners for obvious reasons, and the loss goes with it, makes me feel good inside.
1: <laughs> Do you think the dry cleaner has like a special setting for the <laughs> oh, buzz for stuff? Oh, for sure.
0: For sure. Too many layers. They call it buzzworthy or they call it, (laughs) we got
1: to give it the buzz. Hey, these need the buzz.
0: Yeah, for how hard he works on the sideline, too many layers. That thing is drenched after the game. That's actually a
1: great idea. What they should do is have a picture of Buzz Williams like above when you walk in. It's got a picture of him sweating in the (laughs) three-piece. And then you off to the side, it's like, let us know if you want the Buzz cleaning. Because then that's like the special. What do you do there? Oh, that's our special cleaning we've come up with to deal with coaches' suits. We guarantee you it'll get your clothes clean.
0: Yeah. We got a Gary Patterson edition, Buzz Williams edition. Oh, my God. Gary be another one, too. (laughs)
1: The super sweater setting? Absolutely. That's going to
0: cost you a... Diamond in the penny, that's for sure.
1: Absolutely. Uh, yeah, That's uh, <laughs> that would cost you a little bit. All right, so we'll hopefully catch up with uh, Coach Spinelli uh, maybe this week. Up next, let's get you a Flex segment. Wednesday Night Flex returning tomorrow with some really cool guests we want to tell you about, plus a big visit from last weekend. If you're a Longhorn fan or an Aggie fan or any group, any group of other fans on the list, you can get mildly excited. If you're a fan of one particular team, team you should probably be really excited about this kid we'll tell you that story next on the horn.
0: another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help I didn't say.
1: Through a Tuesday, what's the name of the song? Zay? "Heavy Metal Thunder." Heavy Metal Thunder. I like the title. Um, it's not quite rough enough. It's not rough enough to be. Except it's somebody else, but I don't know who is it. Saxon. Saxon. All right. See, I should just keep. Guess- I should keep guessing Saxon when I don't know. Sometimes, I've seen that band live a few years ago. Dude's got a nice voice. Um, All right, so Saxon, Norman Greenbaum with Spirit in the Sky, and Anthrax all on the show today. We hope you're having a good Tuesday getting ready for Texas and Xavier in the Sweet 16. Busy week around these parts. Over at ACC, it's Dell Match Play, as I point that way. Over at Coda, as I point that way gearheads are headed out there for NASCAR at CODA. So there's a lot going on. Uh, Rodney Rodriguez will have a special edition of the Revved Up show Saturday at 11. Uh, Also check out Playing Through, speaking of the golf, the Playing Through show Saturday at 7 a.m. They will obviously be talking a lot about the match play. We've got guys heading out there uh, this week. Our man Cameron Parker headed out there. Uh, uh, Jacob Standard, our digital guys, headed out there to grab some content. So be on the lookout for that uh, on the Horn So I even think that Sandwedge Stu is headed out there to uh get after it to see if he can be credentialed for every event on planet Earth. The GOAT. That's right. Stu Myrick will be out there. He will be on a golf course, but he will be finding ways to talk pro wrestling. I guarantee (laughs) you. That's what we should do is just send Stu out there and see how many golfers know things about pro wrestling. Just walk up to Scotty Scheffler and don't ask a golf question. Hey, WWE or A E W. What do you think? Hulk Hogan or Andre the Giant? Who'd you have in WrestleMania three? Then they'll just kick Stu out. It'll be crazy. All right. uh, So we got a lot going on this week. And uh, lots of basketball. We just told you that the Flor- uh, Florida, that the Fairley Dickinson coach uh, Anderson is going to be replacing Rick Patino at Iona. So we had that story coming down today. We got fo- crazy football notes today, including Cam Newton throwing at Auburn's Pro Day. Also, uh, we got the flex segment coming here. Let's also mix in this uh, announcement. They have uh, laid out the Naismith Coach of the Year candidates. We'll get Zay's thoughts on that, and we'll get you a little flex because they got a great show tomorrow night. Here we go. All right, flxatx.com. Tomorrow night, the Wednesday night flex show returns, and uh, they got a great guest list that includes a former Westlake star, a former Baylor Bear, a former, let's see, it would have been a St. Louis Ram, I think, when he was with the Rams, and now is a retired NFL player. That's how old I am. Bryce Hager is going to join him wow. tomorrow night. Yeah, Bryce Bryce Hager is going to come in studio and uh, and hang out with the guys and talk to them. That will be very cool. Also, uh, a couple of, uh, couple of guys headed to college are going to be headed in. In fact, it's the running back room from Hayes coming in. Zach O'Bara, class of 23, he's committed to Incarnate Word. Nice. And uh, also, Kyrie Payton, a name you might have heard from that 23 class, he's headed to TJC, the conference you know very well, Zay, uh, going to Tyler Junior College to play a little ball so congrats to those guys they will be on the wednesday night flex show tomorrow at 7 p.m we got our regular wednesday night stuff back tomorrow seven o'clock for that eight o'clock longhorn blitz podcast nine o'clock fight night ten o'clock is sports guys talking wrestling yeah
0: everybody wants to go to these power five football power six basketball schools high level d1 and at the end of the day go somewhere where you're wanted Go somewhere where you're going to play and Mm -hmm. you're going to have a good college experience. I mean, not everybody has the luxury to play college ball, whether that's high-level D1, mid-major, NAIA, JUCO, et cetera. you got to take that opportunity. If you want to continue to play, take those opportunities because, hey, we know with the transfer portal, if you get better, maybe you could go somewhere else. That's a better school. But until then... If somebody's offering you, take that offer.
1: Well, we just talked about it. Tyler Junior College is not only in that conference with Paris Junior College, where you spent time, yeah. but is also in a conference with a school called Blend. That's right. Where a guy named Cam Newton turned things around mm-hmm. and, and was able to find uh, you know, find that path. Tomorrow's
0: always good.
1: Sure. We always say if you're good enough, they'll find you. Yeah. So best of luck to those guys. Um, now, on the – the uh, other side of things in terms of the big time offers from big time D ones. This is a name we've talked about. I just want to give everybody the update. Uh, Blake Frazier, the big man from Vandergriff. Uh, he is, you know, class of twenty four. This is about to head into his senior year. Four star offensive tackle. Uh, for what is it? Uh, State. 6A, first-team All-State, uh, big-time guy. The list is long for the uh, the offers that he's had. But last weekend, Zay, he went to Ann Arbor. So for all the other schools you can talk about, let's remember one thing about Frazier. I have met his dad. Mm-hmm. His dad was an offensive lineman at Michigan. Ooh. And Tom Brady was the quarterback. Wow. Yeah. So that era, he was at Michigan. So if Frazier ends up going to Michigan, that's one of those where we probably can't do the normal argument of how could you let the kid – what we did yesterday, right? How do you let the kid get out of the area? His dad's a Michigan man. That may matter. Now, he may look for his own path because growing up right here in the neighborhood – sorry, Vandegrift, that way, growing up right here in the neighborhood may affect the way he would think about going to a Texas or Texas A&M or wherever, right, Arkansas, Oklahoma, the schools he's going to look at. Um, and the list is long. But just remember that. I see this picture of him decked out in the Michigan gear, holding the helmet, and I thought, oh my God, I bet his dad's off-screen crying on yeah. that one, right? <laughs> I bet the tears coming down. Seeing him with the maize and blue. Best of luck to you, Blake Frazier. Making the right choice for you and your family. That is uh, that is good stuff. Go to FLXATX on your social media. There's all kinds of cool videos and stories and guys making their own story. Zay, my man, Garen Duncan, my favorite receiver from that Dripping Springs team, he's got a video out there that Flex retweeted. He's rocking the Yale shirt. That's what I'm talking about. Going through some drills, getting ready. Talk about going to get an education. Yeah, for real. Good Lord. Garen Duncan. Yeah, don't sleep
0: on these Ivy League athletes. You see what Princeton's doing. That's right. Hey, there you go. There it is. Don't sleep on these Ivy League athletes.
1: Also, if you want to go to Flex, you can check out the huddle video, the junior season huddle video for Brett Skinner. Might be a name you want to check out. That is one of the guys battling for quarterback at Westlake. You want to get in on that discussion early. Go check out the huddle tape. Uh, junior season, a little over 1,300 passing yards, 16 touchdowns, six rushing touchdowns, 64 completion percentage, and a 135.2 on the quarterback rating.
0: Yeah, just going out for a quarterback at Westlake. No pressure. Yeah, no no, no 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 pressure expectations no. or nope. anything. No. Nope.
1: No pressure. And no one talks about you on the radio either. Absolutely not. Wait, no, we just did that, didn't we? Yeah. So, sorry, Brett. That's that's on us. That's on us. Uh, at Brett Skinner O six, if you want to give him a follow on Twitter. So
0: Chad, somebody on the Specs text line when we're talking about all these grudges that need to be squashed. Yes. Somebody on the Specs text line says, Zay and Griff talking about mm. Mike Griffin. You know what? This one, this is a good one. We should get rid of this. Can we get rid of this grudge? I need my 1,000. <laughs> I need my 1,000. Wow. Being a two-time Pro Bowler, mm-hmm. having a lengthy career. More than one contract. Yeah, more than one contract, yeah. um, a decade in the league, which is a lot. NFL, if you play a decade or around there. You're doing some, and you're collecting some coins.
1: Successful cupcake yeah, company. Yeah,
0: very successful cupcake company. Him and mm. Brian Arakpo. Mm-hmm. Getting you know, I haven't got any cupcakes. I haven't had one yet. Refused to go there for, the, for obvious reasons. For the record, does does Arakpo owe you any money? No, he's good. Okay, he's good, and That's he good. scares me a little bit more than Mike. So I'm not even gonna address him. But
1: Arakpo is effectively scary. <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, to this day, yeah, effectively scary. Yeah. yeah, but Mike, I still need my thou. We're cool. <laughs> we're, we're great, but I, always in the back of okay. my mind, I know I can't trust this brother.
1: <sighs> the grudge involves money, folks. I don't know what to tell you. The grudge <laughs> involves money. I mean, that's just, you know, yeah. Can you blame me? I
0: don't know. Yeah, no, I can't. Yeah, it's not like he don't no. got it. It's not like he never had it. <laughs> he was the big-time rookie. just got drafted first round, and he wanted to come back home, and he wanted to stunt on your boy. He wanted to stunt on your boy and said, you know what, Zach, I'll give you a that right now. If you go and dunk that ball. Was it a clean dunk, Chad? No, it wasn't. Mm. wasn't one of my best. Mm-hmm. But the ball went in the hoop.
1: Somebody says uh, Charles Barkley and San Antonio women should end <laughs> their grudge. That's <laughs> that not, Dude, that's on Charles. That's just Charles dogging out of city. That's not really about anybody else. Uh, here's a Cowboys fan saying Jerry and Jimmy. You could argue that there's no real grudge left there. Jimmy's in the ring of honor, isn't he?
0: Yeah, I thought he just
1: got in. I think. I mean, yeah, that they it mi- took too long, it, but it, yeah. They, they missed the opportunity. Now this is one, Tom and Jerry. I mean, after all this time, can we just The rat and the
0: cat? Yeah. <laughs> can't
1: can't they just stop and get along, maybe? It's not in their DNA though. Yeah, it's not. No, they it's, can't
0: do it. It's You're trying not. to kill me. You're trying to eat me. I yeah, can't I yeah. can't like
1: you. Right. No, it's it's tough. It's it's very, very difficult. Uh let's see. One grudge that will never be squashed, foil wrapped hamburger. Against Brian Jones.
0: What? Is that an inside joke?
1: Ah, uh, it may be. It may be a little too far inside for me. I remember when Brian stole a barbecue sandwich from blind Sean. I remember that story. He got ripped for that one, and, and rightly so. He yeah. stole it from a blind man. Um But I don't remember
0: Jones. I don't remember
1: foil wrapped hamburger. Did if Brian couldn't get into the burger? I don't remember what that was. I have no idea. Somebody says, I touched Arakpo's shoulder neck muscles, scary. Nate, what are you doing touching Arakpo's neck? What is going on? That's a lot. I remember thinking to myself, I do not know if Brian Arakpo is married or has kids or anything. I always thought of what if you were going out on a date? You're in junior high, you're nervous as hell. And he was the guy that answered the door. Mm-mm. Everything about Brian Arakpo is like this this super, well-put-together, classy monster. It's right. such a perfect combination. I love that guy. But I always, I always thought, man, that's the guy. If you want to make sure everything goes right on prom night, make sure you knock on his door and he explains the rules to you. Yeah, yeah. Then you're good. Yeah,
0: sorry, baby. Um, I can't date you no more. Yeah, no, who? I can't wow. do it. Why wow. Are you scared my dad? Yeah. Yes. I am.
1: Yes. Uh, we will go to prom, but he has to come with us. Yeah. He has to why come. Why is that a sit- thing
0: for women? Like, why do they want the boyfriend to, like, stand up to pops? Like, why do some women, like, need that? Like, I need... I'm looking for a man that stands up to my dad knowing damn well yeah. their dad's out here looking like Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs>
1: That's a whole nother psychological journey. I don't know, but it's a great question. There's a certain group of like women-
0: fellas, y'all know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, and
1: I don't know if it I don't know if it actually works the other way with guys for girls, y'all can let us know. But there is that version of a certain type of woman that really gets off on being fought for. They like the idea of like, oh, well, I'm gonna mess with this dude in a bar. And then my boyfriend's gonna go after him. You know how many of those women I've ever dated? Say zero, none. They well, they can sense pretty quickly that they're not dealing (laughs) with Mike Tyson, (laughs) right? Exactly. I'm not exactly a Vander Holyfield when you start dating me. They they know, but yeah, I can never be that dude. But that's frustrating. I have talked to guys and been friends with guys who dated those women and say it's a weird challenge when you realize, oh my God, is she getting me into a fight right here in the middle of the bar? And sometimes they
0: do. Well, I'll straight up walk out. <laughs> I can't do it. I don't it. need this. You know me. I'd run out. Yeah. I'd sprint out. Yeah, I don't need this luggage. No, I don't, we don't need that.
1: All right, there's your flex segment. We do it every day about 1.30. Coming up at 2.05, who does Mel Kuyper have the Cowboys taking at 26? I'm just going to prepare you now, Cowboys fans. I'm not sure if you're going to know that name, but I bet you you know the name that comes next. Plus the Texans at 2-12, and and who he has them ending up with? Oh, Texans fans. I'd sign up for this one right now. Up next, though, it's where we at in society with Zay. Hang on, it's a Tuesday, and this is the Horn. had in say All right, say. After all we've been through, after everything you know about me, what if I didn't know who this was? What would you do? I wouldn't trip. Really? Yeah. This is a this song to me is so far reaching. Now maybe everybody doesn't know that it's cool in the gang. Yeah. But who doesn't know this song? And it's so great. To this day, it still takes me back to the time, but it still works, too. It doesn't feel dated to me. There's still something about this song that every time that thing cranks up, I'm ready. Let's go. Yeah. And I remember when it hit. My God, did this song hit big. When it hit? 80s?
0: I'm going to guess like
1: 80 even. Okay. 80, 81? 80, maybe 82? But yeah, it's it was early '80s. It was fantastic. Love Cool in the Gang, Saxon, Norman Greenbaum, and Anthrax to join Cool in the Gang. It's great stuff. Go listen to some Cool in the Gang. Just find a random Cool in the Gang it's list and keep going because they recorded a whole bunch of great songs. Just uh, some fantastic stuff. Not just this one. All right, uh, a lot of good stuff today. It's Chad and Zay on this Tuesday. A lot of football, uh, a lot of basketball. Obviously, if you're a baseball freak, World Baseball Classic, the final tonight, USA and Japan, to many people, this is how it was supposed to go. They needed to play the games, obviously, but in a lot of people's minds, these are the two best teams in the world. 6 o'clock, FS1 tonight if you want to watch that World Baseball Classic final. Keep your fingers crossed that nobody you like gets hurt. Because that's kind of what this thing has become this year. There's always great moments and stuff, but a couple of key guys getting hurt. Mets fans and Astros fans pretty pissed right now. Hopefully nobody else ends up pissed tonight.
0: Yeah, World Baseball Classic, it's been fun oh, down there in Miami. That's a great place to have it, especially with Puerto Rico and Venezuela, and all those teams. I thought Miami's the perfect place with their Latin population. So, yeah, it's been fun.
1: Yeah, and every time and, and we'll see what happens tonight. I'm not sure I've not seen the rotations to know if Otani is scheduled to pitch tonight or if he'll just be in the field. I say just. Um the dude is so silly. So silly. Threw two consecutive pitches the other night, a hundred and two. Back to back. And had yeah, big hits brilliant. and had big hits in the game. Like he's amazing. He's just it's silly. There's gonna be When I die, there'll be a list, and the list will be Shohei Ohtani, Babe Ruth, in whatever order you want. That's it. That's it. The only two guys that have ever been like that. Yeah. They were badass pitchers, badass. I mean, could do it all uh, to that level. Just incredible. All right, uh, we'll get you some more Mel Kuyper draft talk at 2.05. I think it'll make you happy if you're a Texans fan. I think it'll frustrate you if you're a certain kind of Cowboys fan. But right now, it's where we at in society. Let's see what Zay's got.
0: Where are we at in society today? All right, Zay. I saw something uh, show up on the old Twitter. Is that where I need to go? Yeah, go to Twitter. We're talking about people trying to rekindle their relationship and stop the beef. Well, here's another beef that's starting, Shad. Oh, here we go. Devin Booker was once dating Kendall Jenner. Oh. You know, Kardashian, Kendall Jenner, yes, the supermodel. She's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. She's okay. around six foot. Just a stunning woman. Devin Booker did his thing. But like a lot of these celebrity relationships, it's just hard for both schedules to fit. Like Devin Booker, he's a pure hooper. Like he seems like the type of guy that says, "You know what, baby, I ain't trying to take you out on this day. I need to go get up these five hundred shots. I have to do it." Uh huh. We're like, "But you're Devin Booker. You're one of the best players. I'm not. I have to go get up these shots. Right. I'm good because I do. I'm this. I'm good because I yeah, do this." Right. And she's like, "But I'm Kendall Jenner," and he seems like the guy that says, "I don't give a damn. You mm-hmm. better deal with it." Like yeah. my Kobe was one of my mentors. Mm-hmm. You need to understand where I come from. Right. So she cuts it off, and now she is with pop sensation the Spanish-speaking Bad Bunny. Oh, Bad Bunny. I didn't realize that. Yeah, I'm sure Monkey has put you on Bad Bunny at least a little bit. I've heard a couple of Bad Bunny tracks. Yes, I have. Oh, he's huge. I don't understand anything he's saying, but he sells out the biggest arenas, like football stadiums. It is a thick, accurate, effective accent. Yeah. And he is killing it. You're right. Yeah. Well, Bad Bunny is now dating Kendall Jenner, and he went out on the song, which is in Spanish, obviously, Uh but... In that song, it was translated that he said on a verse, the sun in Puerto Rico is hotter than Phoenix, and she knows it. (laughs) So, Devin Booker, Uh, he responded on social media, on Instagram, and said he worried about another man, all caps, again. mm. Which I don't know what that means. I guess Bad Bunny was worried about some other guy. I don't know. But either way, books moved on doesn't care and now Bad Bunny is throwing Devin Booker in his lyrics
1: oh my god that is fantastic and am I reading correctly here that the the track is called Coco Chanel (laughs) yeah yeah oh modern day romances ladies and gentlemen so this would be the Bad Bunny is this a diss track is this what we no I don't think it's a
0: diss track I think it's just a little verse okay might as well say it it's in Spanish in, no. in Spanish. If the, if the
1: translation is correct, it's not a bad analogy.
0: No. Uh, yeah. Nothing too crazy. Not at all. I mean, I mean it's, it's hot in both areas, but.
1: Yeah, know? I was going to say, are we really going to
0: have that? We gonna, we're, <laughs> we're really going to go to that detail, Puerto Rico or Phoenix? Now, Kendall, Kendall gets around. I don't think she's over 25, and she's dated, well, it's a basketball player, but she dated Ben Simmons, Blake Griffin, I think she did Harry Styles for a little bit. Is that right? Yeah, Devin Booker, and now Bad Bunny. How about so that? She has a certain status. A status type. Status type. You can't be nobody. Yeah, you can't be no Joe Schmo. You can't be a Steadman. Ah, oh, yeah. Dude, the barista around the corner at the coffee shop
1: she loves. Yeah, that ain't happening. He's either. not getting that, yes. yeah, He's not getting the, you know, you walk in here all the time, and you are so beautiful. I would love to take you out. I get off at four. Yeah, which is a shame. never going to
0: happen. Which is a shame because Giselle, where Giselle's a little bit more of a grown-ass woman than Kendall, she's now a jujitsu boy. He ain't nobody. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's not big. He's just, you know, now be careful who you hire. You know, watch the gardener, as they always say. Watch the gardener. Watch the gardener. (laughs) But, you know, still, he ain't nobody. It's not like Giselle went from Tom Brady to Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady so Josh Allen, she went to Jitsu Boy. You know there's a bunch of sexy people mowing
1: lawns out there that just feel like they've been typecast. They're just trying to get work. There's a, a bunch of hotties out there on lawnmowers. Like, you know, they all think I'm sleeping with him. They all think I'm sleeping with her. They do. They do. I'm not. I'm not. I just look like this.
0: I look like this, and I needed a side job. Is that okay? Yeah, you can't be plucking flowers with your shirt off (laughs) looking like Mario Lopez. That's not going to work out. Oh, my God. That's fantastic.
1: All right, so uh, Kendall Jenner is, uh, I got that right, Kendall Jenner? Yeah, Kendall Jenner. Kendall Jenner, no longer with Devin Booker, now with Bad Bunny, and apparently the sun is hotter in Puerto Rico than in Phoenix, and she knows it. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. I blame the daddy issues. Oh, wait. (laughs) come on there was no need there was no need for that if you think about it they are the most complex daddy issues ever (laughs) ever right that's complex it is really yeah dude there are layers on that
0: yeah
1: oh jeez can you imagine how much therapy that group I I guess the show provides some sort of therapy for them, but if they go to legitimate therapy, that's a lot to get through. It is. The fame part of it, the reality show part of it, just all of that. And then that, that obviously becoming part of it, a lot of families deal with those things, but to have that high profile a... Transgender type of transitioning discussion and all. Oh my God. That is, that's heavy duty stuff. All right. So we'll wish the best to Jenner, to Bad Bunny. And is Devin Booker dating anyone? Has he found anyone? No, single,
0: locked in, baby, playoff run. Ah, of course. KD comes back locked in. That's what I'm talking about. Right
1: now, he's married to that machine that shoots the basketball.
0: Yeah, the
1: gun. Yeah. Just like OBJ wanted to marry the net back in the day, he's married to that gun. Married to that. Uh yeah, and you're right, that is Kobe style. Oh yeah. I bet Kobe let Vanessa know that one early
0: on. Oh yeah, she understood.
1: Early on. Yeah. You got you gotta know who you're marrying there. And in this case, that's probably best that they're not together. Yeah. If Jenner doesn't doesn't realize, oh well, Devin Booker. But that'd be a that'd be tough though. Eating a lot
0: of dinners like, where's Devin? You know where he is. This is it shooting time? <laughs> yeah. Juanita, Juanita Jordan, she had no idea what Mike was doing. Is he gambling? Is he getting up shots? Is he with women? We have no idea. Probably gambling. Another part of the charm of Michael Jordan. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a Michael Jordan hater, y'all. I love Michael Jordan. I was named after him. But... He does make it easy to hate sometimes.
1: For all, for all of us that watch Michael Jordan and dec- consider him the best player that ever lived, when you get into those personal discussions, that's where we all kind of duck down like,
0: oh, yeah, he's a terrible guy, obviously. <laughs> <yes."> <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. Oh, Anita was beautiful, man. Still is beautiful. He's a great guy. Light skin. Mm. He, he had that and mucked it all up because he's Jordan mm. and he could get any woman he wants. Just stay single, Mike. Just do it. They're not together anymore. Oh no, no, that was long ago. Hell no, yo. Long she took done. so much money from Mike. There's gonna be a bonus clip of that new movie Air with Ben Affleck and Matt Damon of her going to Nike headquarters and saying, "I need my cut. <laughs> <laughs> I need my cut." That's how much money uh, she took.
1: I think I'm gonna end up seeing that movie because my wife wants to, but every preview I see is so distracting to me.
0: I just don't. But it doesn't look good.
1: I don't think I can get in there. I just think I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna watch it. Like, oh look, there's Ben and Matt (laughs) (laughs) with weird hair. Yeah, right. That's all. That's all I'm gonna think. Like, I don't buy it when Matt Damon's delivering these big time lines as Sonny Vaccaro. I thought that's the best y'all could think of for Sonny Vaccaro. Do you know what he looks like? Like, stop it. They would have
0: been better off with Dave Bautista playing Sonny Vaccaro. (laughs) now that's a great casting idea can you imagine
1: batista in the shirts sweating everywhere you can see the tats coming out we're gonna build a shoe line around one guy who michael jordan
0: oh man They're like, I don't know if that's a good idea. And he just does the thumbs up, does, thumbs down thing that he did the Triple H before he put him through the table. Uh, for the
1: record, if Sonny Vaccaro had looked like Dave Batista, Jordan's parents do not let him on the property you call the cops at that point you're a little
0: scared you you probably call the police you go with converse you you go converse you go converse because
1: you think somebody sent a bouncer to kill you yeah that's what you think I get it that's what you think happened All right, there's where we at in society we do it every day about one forty-five. up next your 2 o'clock hour begins with some mock draft talk Mel Kuyper has Carolina of course taking a quarterback but which one we'll go from there the two Texans picks what does he have the Cowboys doing at 26 and where does Bijan go according to Kuiper, we will let you know. Don't move. It's the horn.